Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 50 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin our new study of uh, this week's Come Follow Me materials. Uh, we're looking in February the 14th to February the 20th, so happy uh, Valentine's Day uh, yeah, for yesterday for those that celebrate that. Um, and we are looking at Genesis chapters 18 to 23. Uh, and today we'll begin with Genesis 18 and there's some really uh, important events that we're going to consider this week. Uh, I would say around uh, probably three in general so we'll probably try and fit two days worth of discussion and study around each one of them. Uh, But I think that what we have here is a really good opportunity to reflect on uh, how we treat uh, those that visit with us, how we minister uh, and also once again the blessings that are promised uh, to Abraham uh, as well and how they apply to us. So to begin with in verse 1 it says and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. Now um, whether we have the Lord appearing to Abraham with this next visitation of three messengers we do not know for certain. There are some um, views either way uh, for example, President Joseph Fielding Smith said, quote, We are not justified in teaching that our Heavenly Father, with other heavenly persons, came down dusty and weary and ate with Abraham. This is not taught in the 18th chapter of Genesis. The first verse of that chapter should read as follows, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. That is a complete thought. The second part of this paragraph has nothing to do with the Lord's appearing to Abraham. Um, these three men were mortals. They had bodies and were able to eat. To, to bathe and sit and rest from their weariness. Not one of these three was the Lord, close quote. Um, I've also heard it um, kind of suggested that these are perhaps heavenly messengers uh, in the sense that they were able to do what we discussed later uh, in the uh, in events that followed. However, um, there's also a, a suggestion uh, in kind of the Hebrew um basis of these words and also the joseph smith translation suggests the same as well um, in verse two when we look at the the word men uh, it is uh, based on the hebrew word inosh uh, which means a mortal a mortal man or individual very specifically um a properly a mortal uh, so that suggests that and also in the joseph smith translation just to kind of go along with that hebrew as well um, when Abraham says, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favour in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Um, the Joseph Smith translation changes Lord to brethren. Uh, so it seems like that these um, individuals are holy men, uh, perhaps possibly angels um, with, with bodies of their own. We're not 100% sure. But they are holy individuals who are sent by the Lord. Uh, to to meet with Abraham and to and to discuss with him, perhaps even counsel with him. We do know that um, a number of times that these um, these prophets um, have been part of heavenly councils and been part of those discussions. And so this may well be what is happening here as well. But notice, uh, and this is very important uh, for our discussion. Notice Abraham's manner in which he um, meets with them and and takes care of them. Um, he, rip, he runs to meet them at the tent door and bows himself toward the ground uh, and he washes his he, he gets their feet washed and um, gets them uh, food as well and so he's really taking care of these guests uh, and this is very important if we think about the cultural um, kind of context that we are looking at here uh, especially in this um, place in, in the Middle East 
The idea of receiving hosts, uh, being a host and receiving guests was a huge honor. Uh, and in many ways, um, I mean, obviously, when we invite guests to our home, you know, we look after them fairly well, I, I think, in our kind of Western world uh, viewpoint. Uh, but it was just taken to another level uh, in that time, uh, which perhaps explains one of the interactions we have with Lot uh, later on in Sodom and Gomorrah. But we'll talk more about that when we get to that point. Um, but anyway, Abraham goes into Sarah and says in verse six, make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it and make cakes upon the hearth. Now, these probably were not the type of cakes that we're thinking of. Um, well, I, I'm pretty certain it isn't the kind of cakes that we're thinking of. Uh, probably more like flatbread or, or something like that. Um, but look, if you look, there's a good few verses there that are focused on the things that Abraham is doing to look after and take care of these guests. In verse 8, taking butter and milk uh, and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them, and they ate and they did eat. Um, it's just a very um, specific and uh, laid out structure in terms of what um, he is doing for these guests. But then we move on, uh, and in verse 9 and 10, um, they ask, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind them. So once again, we have this promise, very specific, that not only would Abraham receive a kind of a posterity that would number the, the sands of the sea and the stars in the sky, but specifically that Sarah is going to receive a child. Um, so this is a very significant moment. And we are given, obviously, the reminder in verse 11 that Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken with age. Um, and in verse 12, we have this response from Sarah, which, again, we can probably be a little critical of, overcritical of, I think, at times. In verse 12, it says, Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also. Um, it's something which she almost can't believe in some ways but again this laughing is um that same root word uh, from the hebrew that abraham laughed with uh, last uh, week in our lesson which indicates uh, well it's tsorkach which means in merriment or scorn so we aren't 100% certain in what emotion or in what manner um sarah is laughing whether it is out of sheer joy or whether it's complete derision um for 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 the for these individuals suggesting such a thing um, but um, the the Lord says to Abraham, and again we have this this phrase that it's the Lord speaking to Abraham. Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, "Shall I of a charity bear a child which I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a child." So this seems to indicate that perhaps there is a sense of a sense of disbelief uh, from Sarah um, that. Um, she can't possibly have a child. But as we know, uh, the Lord responds and suggests that nothing is too hard for him. Nothing is too difficult uh, for him to be able to accomplish. Uh, and she will have a child. Uh, Elder Bruce R. McConkie said, quote, By faith, all things can be done. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. And if we have faith, we can do whatever is requisite according to his mind and will. By faith the worlds are made, by faith the elements can be controlled, rivers turned out of their courses, mountains removed. By faith we can have angels minister to us, see our sick healed and the dead raised. And what is more important than all this by faith, we can live so as to become the sons of God and be joint heirs of Jesus Christ. 
entitled to receive and inherit and possess, as he has done before, the fullness of the kingdom of the Father. Close quote. All things are possible with the Lord. Nothing is too difficult or too hard for him. Um, and so this is something which is promised to them. A final note, uh, looking in the Joseph Smith translation of Genesis 18, when I mentioned earlier it's, in the Genesis account, it seems to suggest the Lord is speaking to Abraham. Uh, the Joseph Smith translation does um, edit this too. And the angel of the Lord said unto Abraham, Where, wherefore did Sarah laugh? Um, we will pause there because I think it is a good moment when this great promise is given. And we'll continue their conversation and discussion, including what is going to happen to Sodom and Gomorrah um, later uh, as we go into our study tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us once again today. Hope you have enjoyed this daily dose of your study. Please continue to follow the podcast, to subscribe, to review it. And please also follow the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.